Hey there, Friday Night Movie family. This is a very special South by Southwest edition of the podcast. We will be in Austin on the ground at the Wonder House, which is being put on by the amazing folks at the University of Arizona. It's taking place at Cafe Blue, downtown Austin, March 11th through 14th. We'll be there every day from about noon to five, recording the show with amazing filmmakers and actors and creators. But as usual, we also invite audience members to come up and be on the show and we'll definitely have some amazing swag to give away so make sure to follow us at friday night movie on all of the socials and come and see us at the wonder house in austin Here we are, and welcome to another South by Southwest episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We have two with us, two incredible actors. We have with us Kai Griffin and DeFaro Wunatai, who are in a beautiful, beautiful film uh, uh, called Bloody Hell. And I know that is like... You know, you think bloody hell, you think horror movie, but everything about this this film is beautiful. And I, I want to start with that question. Uh, I'll start with um, Kai, and then we'll go to DeFaro. Um, how do you feel about that reaction? That a film called Bloody Hell, the first thing that that we're going to say when we review this film is beautiful, absolutely beautiful. It's hilarious because every single person that I have been like, oh yeah, I'm in a movie and it's called Bloody Hell. Um, everyone's like, oh, so you're doing horror now? And I'm like, no, it is the opposite of that. It is heartfelt and warm and makes you feel fuzzy most of the time. and makes you laugh out loud. I laughed so much. Like at the premiere, I saw the film fully cut for the first time. Well, actually it was pretty much the first time I'd seen it even somewhat cut and God, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Like, beautiful is the word to describe it. It is just this emotional masterpiece. I had to hold myself back from crying because I had far too much makeup on to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally, add on what Pat was saying right there. I mean, um, you know, it very much is a it's a very beautiful story you know what i mean it's a very personal story to the director and what a what a what a uh, uh a way for her to be so vulnerable to show her her true her true self you know to to everybody to the audience everybody who watch you know and and i totally get it though bloody hell you can think that it's a horror film but honestly like it, it's pretty scary for some people who are who you know who was scary for lindy you know like that mm-hmm. that's that was her horror. That was her horror story right there. Getting, you know, getting that secret uh, um, re- uh, uh, leaked when, like, you know, she just wanted to keep that to herself, you know? So very much, yes, like, uh, it's a very loving, beautiful story, you know? But when you when people say that uh, it's kind of like a horror, it sense it kind of is for her, you know what I mean? Her horror story right here, you know? That's Molly's horror story right there, telling the truth, you know? So, yes, it, it's both beautiful and a horror story, kind of, you know what I mean? Yes. And being a teenager can be a horror story. As it is. Being a teenager is a horror story, (laughs) in my experience. Sure, I think. And then you add on this vulnerability, like you were saying. It's, yeah, it's an extra layer. Uh, Lily, by the way, our sister is joining us from the Canary Islands in Spain. And so I want to make sure that Lily, Lily, take it away. Because Lily. I think you touched on a great point about this private secret. 
and sort of, I think the great, I have, I have a million questions about the different roles that you guys play and, and the different, you know, characters in the film, but this idea of privacy and a narrative that you want to tell about yourself when you're discovering yourself. And I think Jax's, Kai, your character, Jax is a really interesting juxtaposition to Maddie Ziegler, who's Phenomenal's character, Lindy, that, you know, was trying to keep the secret from Adam, Farrow's character, and from everyone, and, you know, and chooses to tell Jax. And I was wondering, you know, about that sort of how you saw that juxtaposition of Jack's character against this sort of, you know, more open vulnerability versus a private. Yeah, I think it's really, um, to be fair, like this, this film kind of sits so close to my own experience, kind of even just with, because when I kind of, when I kind of was finding out about my own intersex variation um, at like around 14, there was this like, what do I do moment I had a very kind of similar experience to Lindy as a character like not knowing kind of okay am I keeping a secret am I telling people am I only telling my nearest and dearest like what how how do I approach this and honestly that was like one of the biggest connections that I had to this story was like was like wow this needs to be told because this is basically my story like um Molly really hit the nail on the head of kind of making an experience that is so relatable to anyone, no matter what your intersections of identity might be. And I think the contrast between Lindy and Jax is that you've got this, you've got this character that everyone can relate to. And I think you've then got, you've then got Jax as a character who is kind of like the ideal, the person that you would love to have around you in, in that in that space of not knowing what you're doing with yourself. And that is just being a teenager for most people. Like you have no idea what's going on and life is insane. And I think, I think we all kind of need a Jax in our life. That's kind of what I got. I, I will from. say Jax is this incredible role model, an incredible oh. <laughs> role model. To see, to see that, I mean, we, I, uh, I mean, this is the kind of film our kids are 11 and younger so maybe they're a little bit older but this is the kind of film that i think that i think that kids need to see as soon as as soon as parents are comfortable with the subject because uh the way the the way the story is told i think you particularly jack particularly your character and now seeing who now getting to know you (laughs) in addition to the character like real role models um I don't know if I'm a role model but I try I, I mean I mean I think we could all aspire to be that you know vulnerable and open and be there for somebody who is like be that beacon for somebody who's going through um just variations of all different kinds of things that teenagers go through mm-hmm. and um and then my other question for I was going to say Adam but about Adam <laughs> yeah for DeFaro is we also call you bear if that makes yeah, you feel better yes so that yes we, <laughs> can, we can use all of of your names um is that, you know, I think one a really poignant moment in the movie is when Lindy is is so innocent and is not hasn't really considered telling or not telling Adam. And then her mom, played by the wonderful Emily Hampshire, oh, then says, you know, kind of de- deters Lindy and is basically letting her know that, you know, boys are not going to rise to the occasion. So don't even bother. And I feel like Adam is a really interesting character because he never 
gets the chance to decide if he can be there for her or rise to the occasion. And it doesn't really fail in a, in a matter of, you know, her, you know, letting her down. It's just that I, I was curious how you felt playing Adam as, um, yeah, if, if you thought that maybe Adam would have risen to the occasion and that's something we could actually teach boys and girls and, you know, not by anybody who's going through this, that, you know, it's not a one way, you know, to, to have a sexual experience as a teenager or be a teenager or a person or whatever. And I was just curious how you related to Adam. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I just wanted to just uh, quickly hop on with the last question you said. Sure. Uh, I and 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 uh, Matt. My apologies. One second. Sorry. My apologies. Um, it was just to add on to that. It was just that um, Jackson's character was was it, it was I portrayed it so beautifully because um, um, Maddie really needed that character. You know, she, she she couldn't she couldn't go to Adam because he was still in his mindset like a like a teenage boy is. He wants to impress everybody else. That's why you see when they're having an intimate uh, talk at the locker, he's off saying what's up to his boys. You know what I mean? He has other priorities. You know, and then you have Kai, you have uh, Jackson who comes in and is not afraid to tell tell their truth you know that that's like they're they're open about their stuff and that's something that really first watching the film when i first watched it i seen how maddie's character uh uh um wanted that wanted to be open wanted to be not hiding anything you know and, and they see it perfectly in jackson's character you know so just, just to say about that this is like it's awesome when i first watched it i was like oh yes like <laughs> yes build that shit you know jackson's a badass character but speaking about adam i mean yes adam 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 yeah he's a good kid for like age like me like he's he's you know a little a lot of these a lot of these teenagers they're shit asses you know i mean they think with <laughs> their private parts less within their heads you know what i mean <laughs> jackson, I mean, jackson uh, adam uh really much i guess wanted to uh get into lindy's pants you know what i mean and like shit he was like he's a he's a little kid <laughs> you know what i mean that's what a lot of think like you know but um but no i mean i bet if uh I, I bet if sorry, one second. Sorry, I have to check out of my hotel and they're trying to kick me out. Oh, we've had that kind of day with hotels over here. We had a hotel <laughs> day around Austin earlier earlier this morning. Well, uh, Kai, uh, while yeah. while uh, Defaro's uh, working it out, um, uh, you have some incredible intimate scenes with um, with Maddie Ziegler and and that vulnerability how did how did you how did you how what was it like act, acting opposite her because you have such incredible chemistry uh between the two of you um honestly it was probably um it just it just worked it was so easy um and I think it's funny because coming from like uh, I have like no professional acting training I don't really, really? Come, yeah I have like no real I have like no real background in industry I just kind of went to an audition <laughs> well I went I just went to an audition one day back in the UK and then about a month later I was acting on a soap opera with like no experience or anything and then that was kind of how I got some platform to be able to meet Molly and be able to work on this film so I always like I get super nervous whenever I'm meeting someone who's like obviously Maddie is like a industry icon like and has been since she was a child so I had no idea what to expect of her 
but she is like the sweetest human being you could ever meet. She's like the nicest person. And I think because of that, it was just so easy to translate our relationship that we were bonding and building um, into the characters that we were playing. And those intimate scenes, I was, I was really, I was really nervous because I'd never done anything even remotely that intimate on camera. And I honestly couldn't have asked for someone, I couldn't ask for a better scene partner to do it with because Maddie just made me feel comfortable every step of the way. We high-fived every every take, every like literally every take, we would just like stop kissing and just high-five afterwards. And then I'd be like, okay, here's your shirt. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I want to give, I know you, you we got to be respectful of your time. I want to give DeFaro a chance to answer, um, answer your question. Um, uh, uh, and then, uh, oh, I think you're muted. You might be muted. Oh. Oh, there you go. Oh, now, now we hear you. You're back. Uh, is it the intimate question? Is or no, it, uh, I, it was just about how you were Adam. And, I guess you're, also, you're, you're yeah. yeah. Um, you also were doing some pretty in, intimate and intense scenes. So you want to speak to that or, or more on the character? Yeah. I mean, I would love to talk about it because, you know, Maddie is such an amazing actor and made me feel comfortable doing it. I mean, this is my first time doing an intimate, intimate uh, scene. Uh, even like, as you see right in the beginning. So right in the beginning of the film, the opening with, you know, the dream sequence where, she, where we're making uh, uh, love. Um, what's it called? Uh, uh, that was the first scene that I shot. That was the first. That oh, was my, wow. Yes, that was my, <laughs> you know, and that was my first day really meeting everybody in person. You know, we got, we had FaceTimes, we had uh, Zoom calls together, but it was my first time meeting everybody, you know? So, so, and I was nervous, like onto a whole nother level that I'd never been nervous for on set. I mean, like it's um, but really what, what what broke that nervousness down? I mean, of course you need to have that nervous a little bit because it's an awkward situation. I mean, these are kids, right. you know, in general. But I mean, and I feel like that's why maybe that's why uh, uh Molly did it on purpose like that, you know what I mean, to keep that awkwardness real, you know, because it's my first time, you know what I mean? So so and then also to add on the fact that um Molly and Maddie just just eased me into it you know what I mean mm -hmm. just this comfortable and, and and let me know and let me know that like you know I'm not doing anything wrong or weird you know and then also the fact that uh um Maddie uh is just so professional in the sense that every like just like what Kai said every time every time we had we finished we both asked each other are you okay are you good yeah. you know just you know that's what really matters is just how comfortable your partner is on the opposite end you know what i mean because at the end of the day we are still touching each other we are still half naked you know what i mean so right. it's like, you have to be as much you have to be as comfortable as you can with your partner and also mind you again that this is our first time meeting each other in person you know what i mean so it's like to, to be to, to for maddie to trust me you know to 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 see me on zoom calls meet me a few times but really in person trust me you know in that side, um, on that aspect, it, it was just beautiful. You know, it was very beautiful to be a part of it. And and to answer your question earlier with Adam, um, Adam, you know, he's he's a he's a good kid. You know, I wish um, I wish uh, he got to redeem himself a little bit more. You know what I mean? Well, maybe, maybe he's learned a long term lesson. Well, um, Defaro Unitai, uh, who is in this film, Bloody Hell, which is beautiful, also in Only the Good Survive, which is one of our favorite films of the festival. And also in one of the greatest shows of all time in Reservation Dogs. And, uh, thank you so much for making time. Um, Kai Griffin, who could have fooled us, is new to the <laughs> acting game. 
British? And British. Yes. And British. Born and bred in the East London, baby. Uh, um, <laughs> we are so grateful to you. Congratulations on this incredibly important film. And thanks for being a part of the Friday Beautiful. I, you know, I, it's, it's very exciting that these are the films that are being made. And I can't wait for so many more people to see them because I'm excited for, yeah, our, you know, the next generation and teenagers today to be able to see this, these type of stories and done so beautifully. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Fry Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FryNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. <laughs>